This is From Lost to Hope with your host, Jackie Stubblefield. I walk alongside you who have lost loved ones, health, and home to a place of hope and joy as we study and trust in the truth of God's Word. This is episode 29. What are six biblical examples of Jesus' love? Trying to narrow down the example of Jesus' love in his ministry is not an easy task. The closer we look at his person, we have to acknowledge that love is not an expression, but instead an attribute of his deity. He was always ready to offer his love. The basis of Jesus' love was found in the Old Testament scripture in the commandments given by God to Moses. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven to 40 Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus' love encompasses everyone, but it begins with God first. If we love God, then it's only natural that it begins to extend to others. This is not restricted to a love recognized only by the mind, but is expressed in our soul and our heart. Genuine love is the only type Jesus expresses and accepts. Matthew 5, 43-44 You've heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In the first part of this verse, we see a human viewpoint being pointed out by Jesus. We can all respond to this, especially when there are people in our lives that irritate us to the extremes. Jesus says that even when we're persecuted, not only can we not hate, but we have to pray for them as well. Number one, Jesus' love for sinners. Luke twenty three forty three. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The love of Jesus is not prejudiced towards sinners. If so, we'd all miss out on his love. There's no difference in the man who died beside Jesus and you and I. It doesn't mean he overlooks the man's sin. He just loves him in spite of it. His death has the purpose of redeeming us because he paid the price of our sin. In the verses above that we've read, we see an example of the choices we can make. One man ridiculed Jesus while the other accepted his gift. Number two, Jesus' love for children. Matthew nineteen thirteen to 15 then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciple rebuked them. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. 
When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. As children, we can remember being pulled aside with mother placing her finger over her lips to quiet us as adults talk. Children were to be seen and not heard. Apparently, this is the disciples' attitude, and Jesus is quick to correct that. The Lord not only defends them, but lifts them up as examples of how we should approach his kingdom. Those who come to the Lord must do so in childlike humility and faith. GotQuestions.com Number 3. Jesus' Love for the Sick Matthew 8, 1-3 When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt beside him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand, and he touched the man, and he said, I'm willing. He said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Leprosy is something we're not as familiar with today, but it's a disease of the nervous system, and it affects the skin and the joints. It can be very disfiguring, and most people with leprosy in Jesus' day were not allowed to be with others because it could be transmitted from person to person. We know more about it medically than in that day, but it still is a serious condition, but it is now curable, of which we can thank God for. The point is, Jesus loves this man so much that he reaches forward and touches him despite the condition of his skin and body. What joy and comfort he must have felt from that touch on his diseased skin, knowing how much Jesus loved. Number four, Jesus' love for the hungry. Jesus always looking at the welfare of others, and when a large crowd had gathered to hear and hopefully be healed, the sun began to go down. Realizing the remoteness of their location, the disciples wanted the people to go back into town to get something to eat. Jesus refused. Bring them here to me, he said, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate were about five thousand men, and that wasn't counting men and I mean women and children. Matthew fourteen sixteen to twenty one. Number five, Jesus' love for his mother. Even with all the people that Jesus was surrounded by, he still was attentive to his mother. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. John nineteen twenty-five to 26 As Jesus was dying, he looks down at his mother. 
It doesn't say that, but he must have seen the pain that she was enduring. Imagine the agony he's going through to stop and think of someone else. In that moment, he made a place for his mother. Number six, Jesus' love for his disciples. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the mill, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. John 13, 1-5 As Jesus is approaching the time of his death, he still has lessons for his followers. The idea of a leader or teacher is usually one of special privilege. He's turning that concept around. Instead of the disciples washing Jesus' feet, he will be doing the washing. The Lord wants them to realize that in God's kingdom, the servant is not greater than the master, nor the master greater than the servant. We are to each serve one another in Jesus' love. He promises a blessing to those who follow his lead. We have looked at six examples of Jesus' love during his ministry on earth. There are many others in God's word. The greatest example of his love is for everyone. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus paid the price of our sin on a cross, died, and was resurrected because he's the Son of God. To go through such pain and separation from God the Father is an unfathomable gift. Jesus' love has no limits. It's unconditional. How do you describe Jesus' great love? If you would like to contribute positively to this conversation, feel free to comment. Please subscribe to From Lost to Hope to receive notification of the next podcast. You are not charged to subscribe.